Hey everybody, what's the crack? You are listening to Unforeseen, the podcast that is truly unforeseen. I'm Ross Brown and I'm joined, of course, as always, by Lorraine Murphy. And we are at episode 13, I believe. We're three, three into the double, four into the double digits. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, Who says that? <laughs> what do you mean? We're four into the double digits. We're, we are. <laughs> 10, 11, 12, 13. We're four into... the weirdest way of looking when at When I it. turned 13, my dad said, you're four into the double digits now. Is that like an achievement? <laughs> it's, not as big, it's not as good as five or six into double digits. Once you get to 30, then it's like, oh, you've been in double digits for ages. When you get into the hundreds, the queen sends you a letter and she says, you're in double, you're in triple digits. Bam. <laughs> Mandem. How are you, Ross? Uh, I'm good. I'm good for a man. I suppose for a man who's, you know, 27 years in double digits. <laughs> doing okay. I'm wondering about this t-shirt that you're wearing today, Ross. Are you going to look naked on camera? I, one of my kids said, I thought you'd no top on today. <laughs> I thought you'd no top on. Yeah. <laughs> I am, um, yeah. It's, it is, it's very worryingly the same colour as me. Unless I go to like, no, it's still, no, but I'm very, like, I'm very, I'm blue, like, I'm very untanned. I don't tan. I don't tan either. I don't tan no. at all. Like, like sun just, just goes now. Nah, we yeah. bounce over to someone else. I think we have that Irish skin. It's kind of like blue veined uh, and slightly purpley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Now there is a little, the only the only bit of colour I do get is skin damage. Like the freckles on my arm and stuff give the illusion. So of, they, do they eventually join up? Like? I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe they join up. Because look, they're quite they're quite dense there. So there is a little tinge of brown there. Do you get farmer freckles then? Oh, I get farmer farmer like perpetually my shoulder is always lighter than my, my bicep. And uh yeah, pretty bad. I got burned multiple times growing up. Oh. Badly. So I was once at a water ski competition and I decided to dip my feet into the water at the dock while I was watching everybody and didn't realise that the water was acting like a magnifying glass and then my feet and ankles got destroyed. And the other time, this is, by the way, I was 13 at the time. I was only four years. (laughs) For God's sake. I was only only four (laughs) years. How would I know? How would I have known? I was only only four years into double digits. But then when I was... Then when I was, um, I suppose, eight years into double digits. So oh my around... God, it's going to be the longest podcast ever. <laughs> when I was around 17, uh, 16, I went to Spain with my buddy, uh, my buddy Hege and my parents as well. We went over there for three weeks or a month. My parents had a house over there. They bought a house over there and we just <laughs> got it. And we were like, oh, let's go over for a month in the summer. So we went over, great crack. First day, uh, myself and my buddy Hege said, we're going to be over here for a month. Let's think this through. We're going to look homeless like by the time the month is over because our hair is just going to go there's no hairdressers around like you're in Spain so we're going to go right our hair is going to be like completely grow out too much we need to get ahead of this start off with a zero all over right right he had the head for it I didn't no I, I wasn't aware of the flat head at this stage so he is a lovely he calls it a pole a peanut and a pole at the back so he's got a peanut bump and he's got a pole it's it's <laughs> so do you know the you know the neck tendons here, the neck muscles. Yeah, that's who he calls that the pole. His mother always said you have a lovely pole. That sounds appropriate. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 also he's got this little peanut bump as well, which I don't have. He's got all my head curve. Is that normal? It's it's more pronounced than the normal head. It's like he got all my back of head. 
How do we always end up talking about people's backs? When they're dishing out backs, well, when you don't have one, it's a bit of a fucking thing. I'm sure Ray Charles is like, I wonder what colour is like. You know what I mean? So he, yeah, so he had the head for it, for the zero all over. I looked like I was going through some kind of like mutation or something. Like, it was like, you know, when Pokemon change into a new thing, I looked like I was halfway through it. I was like, I was like a human chrysalis. It didn't work. The head was white, white. It was horrific. But so what I did, shaved the head, zero all over. Land in Spain, dropped the bags inside the house. We're like, yeah, let's go swimming, motherfucker. Yeah, woo. Sun cream, factor 50, everywhere. The kids one, the really good one, mm. right? And everywhere, la, 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 right up to here. And here, oh, and here. Oh, I know Forgetting, because I only shaved my head like that the night before. Oh, no. Forgetting, swimming around five hours in 32 degree heat. And that, that skin hasn't seen sunshine. It has no <laughs> concept of, oh, it's like totally been like, oh no. Yeah, I got so badly burned. I had blisters on blisters on my entire cranium Ooh. to the point where I had to get yogurt and then and then kitchen roll on top of that. Sheets kitchen roll. What? It was weeping. It was weeping. It was weeping. It was so, weeping like you won in fucking Lorenzo's Choice. So you plastered your Lorenzo's head. Lorenzo's oil, sorry. <laughs> Sophie's Choice. <laughs> Lorenzo's Choice. Um... <laughs> and then on top of that I had to rip up a t-shirt and wear it like a bandana so I looked like oh I looked like an anemic Hulk Hogan <laughs> and by the end of the night it would start coming through the fucking bandana and everything I well, I had women falling oh I can only imagine my feet those beautiful Spanish women as well oh it super was tanned, horrific super and he's tanned he's short but he's tanned how did you sleep at night that must have been horrible. Oh, it was terrible. Terrible. And you wake up the next morning, then it's all like hardened. So then you have to like go into like a lukewarm bath and just dip your head in upside down just to try and soften everything. And then reapply yogurt again. We, we fucking we spent a fortune on yogurt. It was the <laughs> it was the worst sunburn <laughs> I'd ever had in my life. Um, speaking of sunshine and sunny places, we've had a suggestion from a listener in Australia. Go on. Nathan. Australia. Yeah. Is this Nathan who contacted me as well on radio? Yeah. Nathan is a legend. Here's what I know about Nathan so far, right? I started following Nathan on Instagram. He followed me and I saw it. I was like, yeah, that's Nathan, that message in the show. Very funny guy. Always sends in funny voice notes to the radio show. Uh, followed me. I followed him back. He kept saying stuff like, um, we're doing the harvest. We're doing a harvest. We're just finishing harvesting. So he's like big, massive, huge, like combines and... Like enormous, monstrous, monst- <laughs> good word, monstrous things, and uh, I think he's he's out in, I think I, um, I'd say uh, Eastern Australia, I think Victoria or something like that. Okay, um, and he's, uh, I think he's got a wife and a kid, and he a son, and uh, yeah, he's just he's just a legend. He's a nice guy. He just always messages in, and then he said, "I'm listening to your podcast." Two of them, they're great. So, well, he's uh, given us a suggestion for something to do on the podcast right now. You know, um, like Gumtree and Craigslist and those kind of online classified ads. Buy and sell yokes. Yeah. Yeah. So, he wants you to take a number. Yeah. And the number is all you're going to get. Okay. You've no idea what the ad is for. <gasps> a I'm, game. Yes. I'm going to give you a number for an ad that's been posted online. 
Uh, these are mainly in America, just purely because of the the time difference that we can call them and yeah. hopefully get through to it's somebody. Mm-hmm. You're going to get five questions. The opportunity to ask them five questions when they oh. answer the phone. It's like guess who? Yes. And you need to figure out, mm-hmm. without asking them straight out what the product or the item is, you need to figure out from those five questions what they're selling. So I can ask so I can ask them five questions. Yeah. And that's all the information. That's all. Can I ask you, them what are you selling? No, you can't <laughs> ask them directly. Okay, okay. So I must like like it's a genuine inquiry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Can I be creative? Can I like can I character up a bit for it? Like, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Because if I just ring them and ask them straight questions, they'll just be like, "This guy's." Well, I think I think for the first phone call, in honor of Nathan in Australia, yeah, I think you need to be an Australian on the phone. Have you heard my Australian accent? <laughs> no. Uh, do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. I no, always... we, 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 let's wait until you actually make the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are they selling something? Yeah. Selling. Hello. Hello, I think I have the right number here. Um, is is okay. this is I saw um my son said he saw an ad. Uh, you were you, ha- you had an advert. You for po- fire hose. Pardon. For fire hose. Yes, for fire hose. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do. I do. You know what? I'm at my son's school. Can I call you back in like forty five minutes? I'm I'm calling from Ireland. Can you do you deliver to Ireland? No, we're in the United States. Of United States of America. Okay, sorry, I thought it was Cork. You're going to say okay. Um, even if I send you the postage and packaging. Yeah, I. You know what? I'd have to talk to you when I get home. I'm at my son's school. Okay, okay. You go do what you have to do, and I'll give you a call back in about forty minutes. Okay, thank you. Okay, right, bye-bye. Slana <laughs> That was fucking easy. Firstly, I, what, what? was that your Australian oh, accent? I forgot. <laughs> I forgot you said Australian. I panicked. <laughs> I went straight to Kerry. I completely forgot. <laughs> Until I was like two sentences in, I was like, I can't, I can't Jack Dundee this one up, Mick Dundee this one up. I didn't even ask her a question. I just said, my son said there was, you had an ad for the fire hose. Good luck to you now. I'm like the fucking, I'm like the information extractor. I'm like, oh my oh. God. Oh, let's try yeah, another so one. So she had a used fire hose for sale. Um, she says in excellent condition, the photo accompanying it does mm-hmm. not look like it's in excellent not, condition. No. Um, okay, I've got another one for you. I'll go Australian on this one, I promise. Okay. okay. I'm not going to confuse them into just saying what they have now. I'm going to actually... <laughs> Hello. 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 I'm just calling. I saw an advertisement you had for something for sale. Now I must just warn you that I'm. I actually have a phobia of the word, but I would like to purchase it. So if we could just have the conversation without saying the word, is that possible? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just have a couple of questions about the thing that you're selling. Um, how old is it? It's from this year. This year? Excellent. Yeah. And how many times has it been used? 
understand what you're saying. So I'm from Australia. Is it, oh, I find it very difficult to talk to people from different countries. <laughs> yeah. Many times has it been used? It's, been, it's been sold for years, so I don't know. No, how, how many times has it been used? Is it been... Never. I, you must have seen the... Uh, I, you, I don't know what ad you're talking about then, because... What color is it? What color is it? Is it the correct one I'm looking at? Is it what color? Can you describe it to me? Red. Is it? <laughs> oh my gosh! Is it a tomato? Is it? Is it a tomato? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to start with that accent. <laughs> there was South Africa going on. There was a bit of cockney in there. <laughs> it went a little Asian. I was like, you need to pull it back. Oh. So what did we get from oh. him there? Every once in a while I have to go, no. And then I get it back. If I go, no. What colour is it? <laughs> and then it's gone. Is this? Can I have so, a guess? So it's, let's go on the information he gave. It's this year. Yeah. It's never been used. Yeah. It's red. Mm-hmm. I think it's a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd use a skateboard. It's a motorbike. One. It's Viagra. <laughs> Red <laughs> Viagra. So the title of the Red ad, Viagra. Is this t- for people who are afraid of the, the, being caught with a blue pill? I don't know. Or, I is, don't or know. is it some kind of Matrix theme? He doesn't really Viagra. say. Take his, the red pill or the blue pill. His ad says generic men's enhancement, and then there's a ton of fire emojis, mm. and then a photo of, I mean, thousands and thousands of and thousands of pills. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, it was uh, Viagra that you were just bringing Let's up for. Let's call that gentleman back. <laughs> he said he can deliver or meet up, so you know. Wow. If, if you need it. I like that game. I think we need to do this more I often. love that game. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Nathan, in Australia. Thank you, Nathan. I've got a video to show you. This one was suggested by Emma. She's in Clonakilty. She's loads of suggestions from people. Yeah, loving this. I didn't have to do Where's any she from? work. She's from Clonakilty. What are you on about? Seemingly, there's a lot of Jamaicans in Clonakilty. Clonakilty. <laughs> so this is a what happens next, Ooh. as suggested by Emma. So Love what happens there's next. A, a couple of seconds of an intro, and uh, as always, it's going to stop, and you need to predict. What this man is talking about. Okay, here we go. In the beginning, it was a little hard to believe. And I'd go home at night and i say, wow, this is crazy. This is a little too weird for me. But after four years, you kind of get into the swing of it. It, gets, it becomes normal. That it? Yeah. He looks like... Um, he looks like uh, the guy who made Star Wars. Uh, uh, no, I was going to say Matt, oh, Matt Lucas. George yeah, Lucas. Yeah. <clears throat> he looks like George. I thought it's it was George weird, Lucas. It's that weird, like, fishing kind of... 
thing yeah, that he's wearing. A tackle vest, I would think. Yeah. I think it's called a tackle vest. A I fishing w- tackle vest. I'm not clued up on my fishing oh, listen, apparel. Pff, fucking weights and flies and spinners, the whole shebang. Alive, alive, oh. Um, <laughs> it feels weird. It's, it's, it's strange. And then after a while, it feels normal. <laughs> and he looks... There's a slight deviant look about him. Not deviant, but just there's something... It's not normal. I think he... I think he's one of these guys that's into like um, into like do you know like getting into a bathtub with loads of beans. <laughs> oh my God. Hang on, hang I on. really wasn't expecting that. <laughs> that was specific. I'm going to broaden it a little bit. Okay. Do you know people that have like it's a kink or a fetish or whatever where they like to smush food into their bodies, smushing a smusher. Is that, that what it's actually called? No. <laughs> you sounded really informed there. Um. Yeah, that's what I think he's into. I think he's into like, like, a, an open ma- watermelon, and then just kind of like, <laughs> just letting himself, just letting his weight do whatever it has to do to it. Okay, do you know? Okay. Or like tomatoes would be a fucking tomatoes would be his fucking coup de gras. Do you know what I mean? Arm, you know, under the armpit, each one just <laughs> let the juice run down. I'm actually getting a little dirt on. <laughs> I think I'm a smusher. I'm a closeted smusher. <laughs> that's what I think he's into. Okay. Either that, either that, or he, for some reason I have an image of him wrapping himself up in cling film. And then like. You got all that from a weird fishing tackle jacket. Yeah, it just, it just, it just, (laughs) he has a look about him that just says, I think he's doing something like completely left of field. I'm not saying sexual with the cling film. I'm just saying. A guy that just maybe he maybe he wraps himself up in things. Maybe he's like one of these people that's like, I want to gift wrap myself. So he like puts himself in boxes and t- ties ribbons around. Is that something people do? I feel like I'm learning a lot this evening. Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> what? I think I'm projecting. Any gift you've seen on a haunted toaster? Right here where it says put one slice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he did. <laughs> Nothing to do with beans or smushing <laughs> or It's, it's kind of weirder. <laughs> we heard, I am the devil. Uh, what kind of voice did the devil have? Um, a, a very low voice, I'd say, sounded like Eli Wallach. Have you saved any of this satanic toast? Yes, I did save it because I wanted to be sure that mm-hmm. somebody else... Because, I mean, there's no other proof. Like, you want to be sure. You don't want to just hear the voice of the devil coming out of your toaster. You're going, let's put some toast in the devil and see. <laughs> because that's, we want to be scientific about this. So if the, if, if the toaster says it's the devil, let's see what it does with a bit of toast. <laughs> let's see it. Now this one. Can you see that, Richard? <laughs> Satan lit. Poster said it, Ross. Oh. So for anyone that's not watching and is listening, it's a piece of toast that someone has clearly scraped with a knife, <laughs> a burnt toast, and they've scraped the burn off and it says Satan lives. Yeah. Or Satan lives. Maybe he's maybe he's doing a tour. <laughs> <laughs> On the back it says Albuquerque, New Mexico, March 15th. He's B- selling merch. BYOB. BYOB, bring your own virgins. <laughs> is the toaster still possessed? I, I, we're, we still have trouble off and on with it, yes. We have trouble off and on 
with the devil in a toaster. It's very <laughs> finicky. You set it to the lowest setting and then all of a sudden you're like, this is way too overdone. You know how it is with the devil in a toaster. Oh, see now it's... Just... Is it plugged in? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's on the table. It's normally over in the kitchen. I brought it 12 feet away. But for some reason, it just keeps popping up. It seems to be aware. I... Oh! Oh! Why have you kept this toaster? Well, Richard, you know, when all is said and done, it makes good toast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no better reason. What's with the fire? That's, that has to be bollocks. This was a, a news report. It, it is no Honest to God. way that... I was like, this is a sketch show no, that no, looks like no, it's from the 80s. This featured on the news. Fuck off. They sent a, a camera crew and a reporter to the house of the haunted toaster. Hang on a second now. Mm-hmm. Did you see the way they just put... See the way they presented that at the end? <laughs> they stayed on Satan Lives on a Piece of Burnt Toast for ages. They showed her not able to get it on. And then the thing exploded in... In Dante's Inferno of Flames, flames shot out of it and then they just cut to gold. Why'd you keep it? Makes great toast. <laughs> I mean, it makes fantastic toast. You can't argue with a great piece of toast. It clearly burns the toast and carves satanic verse into it. And she's like, well, I always like it on the charts. Yeah. Let me tell you about one of my favourite places in the world. I've played comedy clubs and theatres and pubs and live music venues all over the world. Uh, America, UK, Spain, Germany, Ireland, the whole shebang. One of my favourite places of all time is Sea Church in Ballycotton. Sea uh, Church is East Cork's newest restaurant and live music venue. It is a modern and beautiful building. Uh, integrated perfectly with one of the most iconic live venues in a beautiful church uh, and it's just it, being in there you're going oh this is a very special space it's, it's class and it's, it gives so much gravitas and so much mood and atmosphere to every gig uh, playing host to some of the best music artists Christmas parties mulled wine receptions overlooking the ocean tableside entertainment the DJ it's also the ultimate venue for other parties as well for unforgettable weddings birthdays anything you want to put on there it's absolutely great staff are absolute legends inside there Everybody just kind of looks like they, they kind of want to be there and that no one's paying them, which is kind of what you want. Uh, and uh, fabulous seafood, uh, burgers, wings, pizzas galore, washed down with Ireland's greatest musicians, comedians and playwrights as well. Find them on social media at Sea Church Bally Cotton uh, or you can find them uh, for more information on booking. Visit seachurch.ie um, and you can get all your stuff there. Uh, that's seachurch.ie. You being a former wrestler, mm-hmm. I am interested to know what you think of this guy. And is this a wrestling clip? No, it's not. Oh! Um, this is a guy called Dale Brown. Okay, I, I don't know. Is he any relation to you? He is no. the founder of Detroit Urban Survival. You might have okay. seen this on TikTok. Uh, as he describes it, it's uh, he teaches people how to become their own bodyguards. Oh, is this like these fucking bullshit martial artist people? Oh, these people are amazing. He teaches self-defense. He teaches psychology, law and... Law? Yeah, there's a bit of that in there. And skill on how to escape skill. danger. I'm going to teach you some skill <laughs> on how to escape danger. So I want to see what you think of uh, these self-defense methods. Okay. Detroit Urban Survival Training. I want to share with you what to do if you're surrounded by a group of men and they attack you. Talk at them really quickly so they don't have a clue what the fuck you're saying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was like four sentences in. I was like, whoa, okay, who's talking? This guy, okay. Uh, 
he actually looks well. He's got massive muscles. Yeah. And he looks he looks serious business. He looks like a cop. He does. Yeah, yeah, or he looks like one of those private security guards as well. He looks yeah. kind of like special ops or something. Yeah. So already I'm believing him. And the mat quality that they have in their dojo or whatever is is great. They've got good mats. Okay. You can always tell a good gym or a good trainer by the mats. Okay. I have terrible mats. If they come at you, what you don't want to do is try to stay in the middle like you're a martial arts. I mean, I've always been attacked by fellas that are just playing slapsies. <laughs> I mean, the amount of times I've went, I'm going to have to start defending myself here, lads. I'm starting, you've, four, of you, four of you have actually touched my nipples already and it's getting a bit awkward. Like, buy me a fucking drink first or something. Like This is very odd. Friday movie, moving in a circle, trying to block. Moving in a circle, trying to block. He's, he's, he's not even blocking. He's just going, tap me on this side. They're everywhere. They're all around him. And he's going, yeah, just face all of them so they can each in succession punch you in the face. That's not going to work. So oh, that's what not to do. Oh, he said that's not going to work. Oh, that's not what not to do. Okay, I judged him. I apologize. I apologize. That was what not to do. Okay. Excellent advice. <laughs> Excellent. So you're advice. back on board when, with him. Again. Well, yeah, I'm. Listen, I'm all in. When seven guys are, you, the last thing you want to do, and I've been in this situation before. I once got into a fight outside Havana's. Did you? Yeah, there were seven guys around me, and they circled around me, and they started doing this. <laughs> And I, and I, I started, I went like that. You don't even want to know what happened in the Game end. Over. Uh, as soon Game as I, as over. As soon as I started turning, KO. I saw all the bounces going, that's what you shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what should you do? What should you do? And then try to attack you and you try to back up. This is what's going to happen. As you try to back up, you're going to get swarmed and you're still going to be dominated and you're going to lose. Okay, so n- no circling, no backing up. There's only four more directions you can go. You can go left, right, forward, or you can kind of like, tr- like go as thin as you can. This is what I would do. You go as thin as you can. Okay, the so pencil you, move. You've made yourself yeah. a smaller target. Yeah. And then you just kind of... <laughs> Those moves, in fairness, would weird anyone And out. also they'd be like, should we be throwing him money or <laughs> should we be still attacking him? I don't think we're allowed to touch. Is he a stripper? We're not allowed to touch strippers. <laughs> so I think... Or do you know what I would do in that situation if they were doing that? I'd be like, oh yeah, and then I guarantee you that I'll be like, uh, I got a second. We were actually attacking you, and I was like, yeah, keep on attacking me. That's what I would do. I would reverse psychology them. What you should do is this: get turned on. What's going on? He's just circling around them. And they're all just going, oh no, he's moving again. Where is he? He's going in a circle. I There's probably a pattern to his movement. He seems to be going anti-clockwise. How could we? No, we just have to keep on following him. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I learned this from a bathtub <laughs> while I was emptying it. And as you can see, when you move in a circle around the crowd, you're able to attack each attacker individually. Did you see him attack any attacker? Did you see him attack? It just looked like he was playing some playground game, to be honest. Jesus Christ. They all touched him still, by the way. They just took it in turns. They all like just instead of <laughs> instead of all that, he just moved around them. They all went, gotcha. 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 And he was like, yeah, but I'm moving. They're like, gotcha again. That was the stupidest. That was it. It wasn't them. Punch them. No, no. Don't kick them. You just keep moving around them. Until 
tune in next week. I'm going to need six days and one day of filming to figure this out. This is another scenario oh. now. Oh, there's another one. There's is another it? one. Yeah, we've got a couple of them up for oh, you. This now is a dramatization, is it? Mm. Okay, so we got a we got a we got a woman and we got a child and she's uh, after getting out of a car in a parking lot. It looks like and she's walking with the child, probably to a self defense class. Let's go. Always zip up your child. <laughs> That's very Why important. Why is the child wearing some kind of like police uniform? <laughs> that's why I said the child is from the, the, the self-defense class or whatever. So they're obviously good branding, first of all. Uh, but yeah, zip, always zip up your child. Uh, if you're being attacked, you don't want, you don't want loose zips. You don't want you don't them want getting cold. Zips. You like... don't want them getting cold because you don't know how the fight's going to go. If you keep going around them, the child's going to be sitting there going... I mean, the worst kidnapping... never seen a kidnapping. <laughs> this is the worst one. So say what you see for people listening. He ran up behind them like the Hamburglar. <laughs> the Hamburglar. Do you remember oh the Oh my God, McDonald's I haven't thought of the Hamburglar he ran in up years. Them. He ran up behind them so crouched down that the t- child was taller than him. He ran up behind them and he grabbed the child by the arm and then he just waited for someone to catch him and then just went... And now they're in this strange kind of like standoff where he, she's like, no, this is my child. And he's like, no, I don't think you understand what's happening. And she's like, the child's fully zipped up. It's fine. And he's like, no. Back up. I mean, he, he's got no fucking, I mean, he's not a guy that you want to start a job because he doesn't really finish it, does he? He held, grabbed the child. She went back up and he went. <laughs> okay. He's the most polite kidnapper, though. He's very polite, and do you know what? He's a little bit. He's a little bit. He's he's shy. He's a little a, bit. He's a bit shy. He's not fully he's committed. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I've never done this before, <laughs> and he's like, I'm not sure how it goes. Again, like the circling seven people yeah. thing. I'm going to go as far as I know, then I'll stop, and I'll wait for your guidance. But look, maybe he's new to the whole kidnapping world. It's very. Con- it's a very conscientious approach. Yeah. He could have improvised yeah. and done something wrong. Instead, he waited, mm. and then when she said back up, he went. <laughs> Okay. I'll take your I'll take your lead on this. You've obviously way more experienced. <laughs> You've obviously stopped many assailants. Again, no self defence, just an instruction. Like the way that you would tell someone to say, if you want someone to mop the floor, say mop the floor. That's not self defence. Back up is not self defence. All right. So the way that worked. The way that worked <laughs> is everybody's compliant in this because I thought it was actually him. Um, that was... Uh, oh no, he got a stuntman in for this. No, I didn't think they were the same person. I'm saying, I, I thought it was him that was going to come in and save the day. I thought he was going to come in and attack the guy and be like, but he didn't. He just came in and goes, no, I think what you'll find here is that Jeffrey has got very low self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> so you always want to make sure your attacker is having a bad day. When the man grabbed the child's arm, the mother pushed here on the thumb, causing the thumb to let go. This would help mm-hmm. if someone tries to grab your child against your will, you're able to break the hold. Instead of punching them in the fucking nose, <laughs> you'd go, hang on a second, where's your thumb? Can I just, yeah, sorry there now, just there <laughs> back up. <laughs> so you can get your child free from an aggressor that tries to abduct your child. Brilliant. I'm just really distracted by this weird earpiece Britney mic that Very he's wearing. Weird. What? Very <laughs> weird. It's like he's just going to turn and go, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> 
I'm waiting for someone to put a big giant yellow snake on. I was like, crazy. I <laughs> can't you see? <laughs> I'm fighting tackers off constantly. <laughs> Back off. I think you're going to like this next one now. Okay, he's in a convertible already. Yeah. I can see this. He's in a nice, in a very nice, a very nice house in the background. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a bit of a house, uh, what's the word, enthusiast. Okay. I fucking love looking at houses. I do too. I do too. I love. Do you know what I love doing? Right, is going for a walk at night time, and you know when people have like their curtains oh, open. I, I think it's called be... peeping tomming. I fucking. But love not it. in a creepy kidnapper or do, way. Or do you know I'm when the curtains like... are slightly open and yeah. you climb a tree and then. <laughs> I'm so weird. Like, if I see somebody watching TV and you can see what's on the mm-hmm. TV, I get really excited. I'm like, oh my God, I watch that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're like, turn it up. <laughs> okay. So this one, okay, this this is, uh, a car, it's carjacking. It's definitely going to be carjacking. If someone's trying to, I guarantee I know what he's going to say. He's okay. going to say, turn the radio up really loud and they'll be like, oh Jesus. And they'll walk away. Detroit Urban Survival Training. Today we're going to show you what to do for a mobile countermeasure if someone's following you in a vehicle. Oh, if you notice a vehicle behind you, like this black, not watching the road <laughs> at all. He's looking directly at a camera as he's turning a corner. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Truck. I'm gonna make three consecutive right hands. He hasn't looked at the road yet. He hasn't looked at the road yet. Turns. Did he say make three consecutive left turns? Right hand turns. Yeah, I think. Three consecutive or wh- right hands. Whichever. Yeah, right hand yeah. turns. Yeah, yeah. We're looking backwards. Yeah. Car still behind you, and you look back there, they're still there. How does he have a third eye on his ear? Like, what the fuck? You're gonna go to the nearest police station and call 911 on the way. So, <laughs> so someone's following you. Keep just three. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've turned right? <laughs> three times. Four times you're going, this is a full square. But that's just someone, that's just someone doing the only way they can turn around. Like if I was going away and I went, oh fuck, I missed the turn. You have to go one, two, three to get back to that junction. So this guy's, the guards, the cops are like, oh, here's fucking Terry three turns again. What happened this time? Does somebody indicate? That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. If somebody turns right three times after you, you're going to get killed. You're going to get killed. Drive to, <laughs> drive to the police station and call them. I'm on the way. What's going on? A fella turned right three times. Where is he now? I don't know. He turned right four times. I wasn't fucking. I'm not crazy. Oh, God. oh my God. That's amazing. That's amazing. That is amazing. There is nothing there that is in any way helpful in any of those situations. He's like, if a man puts a gun in your face, eat a banana. Because <laughs> you need potassium if whatever is going to go down after that. I mean, you know. And if he does kill you, at least you can go, ah, oh, banana. <laughs> oh. Oh, maybe he'll be like, I haven't had banana ages. And you're like, you want it? And he's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to shoot you now. <laughs> you just give me a banana. <laughs> There's one final video from Dale. One final one. How can you shoot a man and give you a banana? <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Boyer from Survival Training. He's going to give him the banana. He's going to give him the banana. If he pulls the banana. What you can do if someone puts a gun to the back of your skull and holds you hostage, and they're going to shoot if you move. It's a technique. <laughs> six steps. Speed. <laughs> In this situation, if they're just going to rob you, you should always do what they say and just give them whatever they want. If you believe they're going to kill you, if you believe they're going to take you to a secondary location, if you believe your life's in danger and you Secondary location is very important. That is that is actually, he's correct there. I heard Oprah say it back in the Dizzle. Oprah did say, never let the assailant take you to a second location. But how do you stop that? So if someone takes you to, if someone breaks, say if, I think the example on Oprah was, if some, if you're working in like, say, uh, a beautician's, right? Yeah. And somebody comes in the door with a gun and fucking closes the door and fucking, and puts the clothes sign around, whatever. And you're in there on your own and there and there. And they're like, get down the ground or fucking stand up against the wall or whatever. If they then after that try and move you to another room or anything, that's where you have that's where you have to put up the fight. Oh. Because they're they're in They're in control then. They're, they're not more... in control until they get yeah. you to the place, the second place. So always the like don't like if if at any time you can do anything, it's between that first and second location. So he's oh, nice. fucking bang on there. So but don't take the banana out when you're in the back room. <laughs> take it out straight away. So even if someone comes in and they look suspicious, like, do you know if someone comes in the door and they turn right three times? <laughs> I've got a banana! You can't trust them with the gun at the back of your skull. Who can you trust with a gun at the back of your skull? If you can't trust a man with a back... you can't trust a man with a gun at the back of your skull, who can you trust? Here is an intelligent option that can help you. He is going to shoot if I move. Did you pull the trigger? I did. All right. Did you feel? I did. <laughs> you pulled the trigger. I did. Yeah, I pulled it before. I pulled it while you were talking. <laughs> I pulled it. <laughs> By the time you said, "Here's another technique," I shot it three times. <laughs> the bullet went past. It seemed like the, the whole trajectory of the gun went another way. So. Okay. Imagine if he went. No, I shot in the head. <laughs> I don't think I think there's probably some sort of some kind of power hierarchy here. I assume that's one of his students. I don't think your man's gonna go. No, no, I shot you. Get on the ground, you're dead. <laughs> oh my god. Good. And so he did not know what was gonna happen. I never showed him that technique before. I just met him here in Detroit. <laughs> I just met him here in Detroit. I mean, you really have to be at a loose end for the rest of your day. If you're going, yeah, yeah, this sounds cool to me. What, what are we doing? I'm holding a gun at the back of your head. <laughs> and what? What's going to happen? You're going to do a technique, a nondescript technique. Is it going to hurt me? You're not going to tell me. Okay, cool. <laughs> you want me to what? You want to pull the trigger at any stage? Okay. Is it loaded? Oh my God. That's amazing. I am all about this. This guy's my favourite new guy. Dale Brown. Dale Brown. And there are videos of Dale trying out his techniques on like teenagers and stuff. So he no. travels around Detroit. We need more Dale Brown. I need more Dale Brown. <laughs> and there's life. videos of his techniques 
Not working. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Like the time you got shot Clearly in the head. getting shot multiple times. That is amazing. Here's the, here's the problem I have with, 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 with uh, here's, here's why I think people go to these kind of videos is because there's so many self-defense techniques. They need to differentiate themselves mm. from the pack. So then what they do is they start coming up with weirder techniques. They need to invent new ones. Yeah. Even though the ones like kick him in the bollocks is tried <laughs> and tested. Kick him in the bollocks is like that should just be on every they should be on posters everywhere just when in doubt kick, kick him, him in the, the bollocks, bollocks. <laughs> it's another t-shirt <laughs> yeah yeah when in doubt kick him in the bollocks but then they have to do these kind of things like why don't you rearrange his apartment so he's got better feng shui mightn't be as angry this is the best way to stop a mugger like it's ridiculous <laughs> SNL have done skits on him and everything. He's he's are you after, serious? Yeah, yeah, he's no huge. Way. Yeah, yeah, he's really big on TikTok. People are loving him. Um, oh my god! I don't think he realizes why people love him so much. You know? Yeah. So well, he, here's the thing: he's charismatic. Mm-hmm. He's likable. Yeah. And as with most people that you show me, even though what they're doing might be ridiculous, ninety nine percent of them I kind of ha- little fall in love with. I'm like, yeah. oh, I love this person. They're yeah. great because it's like it's joyous. There's yeah. a little bit of joy. In the in the strange kind of you know, the weird corners of the world. I love it. Dale Brown. I'm gonna I'm gonna deep dive on Dale. No, I'm actually not. I'm gonna stay away. I only want to see it on this podcast. Okay, I've stayed I'll, away. I'll I've, bring you more, Dale. I stayed away from uh, Jeremy. Don't fragrance. you dare watch any Jeremy videos without me. I Don't won't. you dare. I won't. I couldn't. I, I I was going to look it up on YouTube, and then you were like, "Don't." And I was like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." So that's another episode. That's the fourth episode. Oh, you're not doing this again. Of double digits. You can follow us at all of our socials. <laughs> It's written down in front of you. You just wrote words. Okay, I'll read exactly what you said. Socials <laughs> at unforeseen well, pod. I didn't think you'd need. Email <laughs> unforeseenpod at gmail.com. Do you know why raisin, I've had to write that down? Because you've been given the wrong email address out for the last five episodes. Raise and review the podcast, tell a friend. Can now review <laughs> on Spotify. Leave a comment below if you're watching. Who would leave a comment below if they're not watching? If you're looking at wrestling videos, leave our one a comment. <laughs> we'll read some out in future pods. You see, that's much better than most. Of it actually was. <laughs> it actually was. I was like, that's quite succinct. Normally, I'm like, you know, and if you can, if you want to leave a comment, you don't want to leave a comment. What's our email again? What's our email again? Yeah. Okay. That's very good. If you could write uh, one or two extra words in each sentence, okay, it'll make me sound like a real human being. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll work it was on a that. Bit for next time. to be honest. With you. <laughs> Can no review on spot. You could have just put down you. Just a you at the front of that. I you, assumed you would have known. You, you can you can now review on Spotify. I stupidly thought. Or you can you now know. review us on Spotify. But it literally just went, can no <laughs> review on Spotify. <laughs> Who do I complain to on this podcast? <laughs> I, Abuse. Um, apparently it's email. <laughs> <laughs> unforeseenpod at gmail.com thank you again to our sponsor Sea uh, Church Bally Cotton and we'll see you all for the next episode which is going to be the fifth episode in double digits uh, see you next week take it out and cheesy good luck Slon, everybody <laughs> <laughs>